double play where Jackson threw the, I guess was interfered with, ended up throwing the ball to first base. It looked like he was there in plenty of time. What was the explanation you were given as to why the runner was out at second but not at first? Well, he told me anytime a base runner hits a fielder for interference, it's an automatic dead ball. And to be honest with you, I don't know the rule that well, uh, but I know one thing in baseball is you can't assume a double play. And so just talking to Tuckett, um, if, if they didn't assume that we could, if Jack could get the guy at second and then in turn get the guy at first, then they call the runner out and, and give the guy first base. But, and you know, my argument is so if they're getting the advantage by running into our player, yeah. preventing him from making a play. And I was trying to get him to, to think about maybe a delayed dead ball where you stick your hand out and say that's, a, that's interference and let the play finish. Uh, but they are adamant. Um, and, you know, I was getting a little bit heated because the guy booted the call on Keaton's bunt right. the previous inning. So I was a little bit heated there. And, and I, I knew if I brought that up, I, he's probably going <laughs> to chuck me. So I didn't go there. But that was the explanation. And I said, hey, I'm going to trust you guys. I don't know the rule inside and out. But it sure seems like we're, you know, we're in the disadvantage here because right. uh, because they ran into our runner or our fielder. But uh, it turned out okay in the Yeah, end. the good news is you guys won. You improved to 3-2. and two. Just your overall thoughts on a really good performance from the entire team tonight. Oh, I just, I, man, I loved it. Um, all aspects. You know, we got key hits. Brock came in and get a, got a key. That two, I mean, he didn't swing the bat well all night yeah. except for that one, that one uh, swing, which was huge. That was kind of the... The momentum changer, and then Jack gets a double after that. Uh, we pitched it well. I was really, really pr- impressed with Reed and, and Blake, in a way, coming out. Uh, you know, Blake had a rough start against Cal, gave up three runs, and to see that mentality come back and just and just shove tonight was, was great. Uh, really looked firm. But Jared Lesser in his first yeah. D1 start was uh, tremendous. Their, their coach really complimented him that they couldn't get comfortable on the plate. They, everything looked the same coming out of slider, curveball, changeup, and fastball. All looked the same, but the play—the play that I loved the most in that entire game was when Mitch, and it was really kind of a game saver. Mitch in left hits the cutoff. Carson throws it to Jack. Yes. Throws it to Brian. Brian's heady enough to throw it to Noah at the plate. We catch the runner off. I mean, it went from third to, sh- to second to first to <laughs> home plate, back to third base, and we played catch. And we talk about the simple things playing catch. If we launch that ball in any one of those four throws then they take the and lead, and, and the game's probably different. Yeah. So that was the, my play of the game. Yeah, Tuck and I were actually talking about that and made that exact point, that if every single one of those throws was on point, if any of them is not on point, a run's going to score. And so that, w- that was certainly – and you mentioned one of the guys involved in that play that I wanted to ask you about, and it's Noah Hill. Not only has he been fantastic behind the plate, but another offensive performance from him, uh, it just continues to produce. Big two-out hit uh, in the – what was it, the, the second inning? And then the drag bunt or the push bunt, which we work on so much, but just to see, to see him do it in a game in a big key situation to, to get us a lead off, a lead off runner. And I think that was the inning when we scored four runs. I'm not positive, but um, it was came came in and just did a, did, did a tremendous job. He's just solid for us. And we were we were a little bit concerned coming into the season about seven, eight, nine in our lineup. But those guys have been swinging it. Noah's been, I mean, Noah's been money uh, from the get go. Just he's playing like a senior. Yep. Last thing before I let you go, uh, really good opponent tomorrow in Ohio State. What do you know about the Buckeyes? What are you anticipating tomorrow in that matchup? Well, they're big and strong. Uh, we're going to see their number one pitcher. This is their, it'll be our their first game in this tournament, so we'll see their number one arm. Lefty, that's uh, that's 93, will touch 95 here and there. Uh, he's got a, a, hit, a riding fastball, kind of like Sterner's for us. 
We, the key for us tomorrow is going to have, we have to see that ball down in the zone. If we swing the ball around our letters, it's going to be a quick night at the plate for us. We, we have to work the ball down, and we have to make pitches. But I love the matchup with Jordan Wood going. I mean, yep. he's our experienced guy. Um, and, I, you know, we talk about their 93. Jordan touched 93, 94 a little bit last week, too. And so I'm excited about the matchup. It's going to be a good challenge for us for sure. Coach, congratulations on the win. We'll let you get back down to the clubhouse, and uh, we'll see you on the bus, and we'll be right back here in just a couple hours tomorrow.